letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a couple of major sporting events coming to the Twin Cities, updates on two local prosecutions, and debating the future of AM radio in Washington. But we'll start with the hazy air you're seeing again today. The Minnesota Pollution Control Agency has expanded our air quality alert until 6 a.m. Friday morning. Much of the state is under a red alert, which means the air is unhealthy for everyone. The northern and southern parts of Minnesota are under an orange alert, which means the air is unhealthy for sensitive groups. WCCO Steve Simpson has more. The culprit, once again, those wildfires in Canada. It remains to be seen how much of that smoke will actually make it down to ground level, but certainly it will result in a pasty sky. You may smell the smoke out there today. That's WCCO Radio Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas. We are also now just getting word that there is a 30-acre fire inside the Boundary Waters Canoe area. The U.S. Forest Service now working to close part of the area and we'll get more information on this as we can. This dry stretch is prompted and has prompted the DNR to enact burning restrictions in northeast Minnesota, including Carleton, Cook Lake, and St. Louis counties, particularly dry there. Another guilty plea in the massive $250 million Feeding Our Future fraud scandal. 50-year-old Abdukadir Awali has admitted to stealing from the federal child nutrition program during the pandemic. Those funds were to be used to feed underprivileged children. Awali owned several businesses, listing them as vendors for the program, but never delivered on the almost $12 million he used for personal interests. He's also accused of paying over $80,000 in kickbacks to a feeding or future employee. Along with the restitution, he'll serve prison time. Sentencing has not yet been set. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. A new report from the University of Minnesota looks at the connection between teen sexual health trends and the pandemic. Researcher Jill Ferris says the 2023 Minnesota Adolescent Sexual Health Report shows prior trends shifting. Since 1990, actually, our teen birth rate and our teen pregnancy rate have been declining. And we saw in 2021, the pregnancy rate went up. Ferris says this may be due to lack of access to contraception during the pandemic, but that it isn't from a lack of young people prioritizing their sexual health. We see more and more young people are feeling more comfortable talking to their partners about preventing pregnancy, about preventing STIs, and so that's a really positive trend. The full report aims to help Minnesotans understand the current landscape of young people's sexual health and how to better educate teens in the future. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830-WCCO. Jurors are expected to resume deliberations in the case of a man accused of having a role in the deadly shooting at St. Paul's Truck Park Bar in October 2021. 34-year-old Terry Brown is charged with one count of second-degree murder, four counts of attempted murder, and a count of illegally possessing a firearm in a shootout at Truck Park bar in October of 2021 that ended with 27-year-old Markeisha Wiley being killed and 15 others injured. During the trial, prosecutors said that Brown showed a complete disregard for everyone else inside the bar that night, while Brown's attorney has argued his client was defending himself. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. A North Metro man is facing federal wire fraud charges and what prosecutors say was a scheme to rip off hundreds of job seekers. 43-year-old Charles Fields owned and operated a number of businesses pitching employment opportunities across the country, claiming he'd hire job applicants if they paid him anywhere between three and $5,000. Those job seekers never got the jobs or their money back. 
In total, prosecutors say he defrauded 250 victims of at least $600,000. He's expected to make his first court appearance later this month. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty this hour is announcing a new collaboration between her office and county law enforcement agencies to combat youth auto theft. Just yesterday, Minnesota Congresswoman Ilhan Omar weighed in on the Twin Cities Youth Violence Program with WCCO's Jason DeRussia. sure that we are creating um, programs that get parents and elders and community members to, to sort of become guardians again. And the absence of all of these adults uh, in, in these children's lives is producing the, the kind of um, really alarming things that we are all seeing. Omar says she would like to personally be a part of discussions with city leaders to create more youth outreach programs to help lower crime in Minneapolis. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Lots of excitement in the air as Minnesota is now set to host the 2024 Olympic trials with all eyes on our hometown hero and gold medal winner, Suni Lee. WCCO Susie Jones had a chance to visit with her coaches. Suni Lee captured the hearts and minds of the world during the Olympic Games in 2021, becoming the fifth straight American woman to claim the Olympic title. She's a fun athlete to coach. She's very enthusiastic. Her coach, Jess Grava, says she is in training now for Paris after dealing with a kidney issue, but says she's making good progress. The pressure, he says, is unimaginable. It's a culmination of years and years and years, all coming down to one minute, you know, maybe a minute and a half. Maybe even less than that. If you're on bars, it's maybe 18 seconds. And you better be right. The Olympic gymnastics trials are set to take place in Minneapolis next summer. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Broadcasters from around the country are in Washington, D.C. this week asking Congress to keep AM radio and vehicles the recently introduced AM for Every Vehicle Act. Odyssey Twin City Senior Vice President and Market Manager Jeff Gonsales discussed the importance of pushing lawmakers to support the effort. So there's still seven automakers that are not putting AM radio in the cars. So really it's it's just, you know, at some point, this is for a lot of our rural and farm listeners and people outside of the metro, they rely on CCO and AM radio for their news and their important weather information. Gone sales on the morning news this morning. AM radio proponents say it's essential for the efficiency and reliability of the emergency alert system. Also happening in 2024, World Cup cross-country skiing at Theodore Worth Park. WCCO Susie Jones has more on an international delegation in town to inspect the course. During the race, warm-up is Members of the International Ski Federation are getting the lay of the land here at Theodore Worth Park, um, the site of the 2024 World Cup cross-country event. Doris Collins says so far what they've seen has been great and she can't wait for the event with the elite skiers of the world and the fans all coming together. You can feel that the atmosphere, that the identity of this place is not the urban city sprint um, many probably have in mind, but it's more like the recreational um, person who really loves the outdoors. The event is free and open to the public and runs February 17th through the 19th. At Theodore Worth Park, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.